0: Reutz and welcome to Tea Time with Becky. Here we'll talk about personal growth, inner healing, and manifestation, all to help you build the life of your dreams in short episodes that you can indulge in over your morning cup of tea. You'll also hear from awesome guest speakers that are bound to light you up in some way. I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Hi guys, and welcome back to Tea Time with Becky. I'm super excited to have my first awesome guest speaker on today. Her name is Rebecca Caravan, and she is a holistic nutritionist who graduated from the Institute of Holistic Nutrition in 2019 after leaving her career in communications. She has been practicing at Peterborough Center of Naturopathic Medicine since January of 2020, where she coaches clients through making sustainable diets, and lifestyle changes based on their goals and any possible health issues they may be dealing with. So welcome, Rebecca.
1: Hi, Becky. Thank you so much for inviting me for tea
0: today. (laughs) (laughs) You're so welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I would actually just, I'd love to hear what gets you fired up about your job and tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever you're comfortable sharing.
1: Awesome sounds good um yeah so what gets me most fired up I think is very different than what I anticipated that would get me super fired up when I finished school I was really excited to hand people these like super awesome really detailed plans that were like pages long and just like pass them off and have them do it and come back and tell me they were feeling really awesome (laughs) Um, but that is not how it turned out and I'm so glad for that um what really gets me fired up is teaching uh, my clients and coaching my clients through slowing down and enjoying the, enjoying the process and enjoying the journey um, to wherever it is that, that they would like to go. Um, it's really easy to, you know, pass off a meal plan, um, but really getting into like the nitty gritty and understanding someone's lifestyle and their goals is what I really enjoy. And just encouraging them through the journey, um, to take it step by step, to choose one or two things that they want to work towards. Um, and what I say probably in every session with my clients is give yourself grace, um, be compassionate with yourself as you move forward. Um, through whatever it is that we're working towards.
0: I love that so much. (laughs) And how do you feel about today's diet culture?
1: Yeah. So again, that was something that I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to when I was going through school. Um, But I think it is, it's heavy. It's really heavy. It weighs a lot on everyone's shoulders, but especially women of all different ages. Um, I definitely have a wide um, demographic. I see people who, you know, might be in their twenties, their thirties, all the way up to women in their like seventies, eighties. Um, I do find that the women, maybe in their seventies and eighties, carry that burden even a little bit more than a lot of us do, um, because we do have that privilege of having social media that brings these things to light. Um, I don't know if i've ever said have the privilege of having social media before (laughs) because (laughs) i generally think of it a little bit differently um but yeah these things we we see these things brought to light um and i find yeah that demographic carries it a little bit more so and they may not even realize it so um i think it's really important to decide why um i always ask questions Uh, but to my clients about like why they're sitting in front of me, why they came into my office. Um, If it's weight loss, a question that can make people really uncomfortable is like, why, why do you want to lose weight? Is it an aesthetic thing or is it because you're uncomfortable and you're inflamed? Um, I always sort of ask that question, which can take people aback a little bit, um, but I really think it's important in like setting an intention for the journey moving forward.
0: I love that. I love that.
1: I was trying to think what else um, I wanted to mention about like diet culture in general, but um, yeah, I think there's a lot of very like insidious things when it comes to wellness that you have to be really careful of. Um, We had a session on Tuesday where we talked a lot about, you know, um, greenwashing Um, and it's sort of like a similar thing where something looks really healthy, right? You're going to get your 10 day, 10 day fixer for lack of a better like program title, um, and that seems really awesome. And then it gets you motivated and get, gets you in the mood. Um, and then you tend to like swing back the other way on that pendulum kind of thing. So I think it's really important to be aware of those kinds of things. Um, and, and sort of have, have the approach of a journey rather than like, okay, in 10 days, I'm going to lose I don't know 10 pounds and, and then my whole life's going to change and I'm going to be where I need to be. Um, yeah, so I like to be careful of those kinds of things as well.
0: Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea in the, in everything of loving every step of the process and the mindset of like loving to learn your, or loving, learning to love yourself every step of the process where you're at and then your progress so that it's not just, you're trying to get across the finish line.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's almost the hardest part, I think. And something that I'm still learning how to approach with my clients, if I'm honest, because a lot of clients don't come into my office expecting to have those kinds of conversations. Um, Sometimes I'll give like journaling prompts around like mindful eating and that kind of thing. And that's not something people generally expect to get. Um, And I'm yeah, like I said, I'm learning to be a little bit more confident and being like, I know you came in here expecting a one week meal plan. But actually what I want to do is give you a bunch of recipes and give you some journaling prompts and encourage you to uh, incorporate some mindfulness into your daily routine as well because stress that like working with people and, and getting to the root of their stress and helping them work through that gets me pretty fired up as well because it's really hard to make any physical changes um, when, you're, when you're overwhelmed and stressed like almost all of us are.
0: Yeah, I love what kind of came into my mind when you were saying that too, was the relationship that we had, that so many of of us have with food, right? Mm -hmm. Like the mindful eating and like how people's opinions and relationship with food changes due to like social pressures or like what we see on TV or online and how a lot of the times during those journeys, there's almost like this resentment that builds up. And we kind of lose that, the pleasure and the joy of, oh, wow, this food is actually fueling my body and it's such a beautiful thing and it's so delicious and I'm allowed to enjoy it instead of like, oh no, I shouldn't like that. I should just eat less.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Be less and eat less, right? Like I need to shed this weight. I need to eat less and I need to weigh less. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I think sometimes people are shocked at it. I Think of one client that came back frequently and she like, ah, I had ice cream again. And every time I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, and I think like, you, you know, you're used to like, oh, okay, so how can we make it so you don't have ice cream anymore? But it's like, okay, did you enjoy that? Was that like, um, if you're going to have it, like enjoy every bit of it. Like maybe Barry doesn't agree with you, but obviously it's something you're gravitating towards. So have it and enjoy it. Pay attention to maybe how it makes you feel afterward. Um, And then make your decision next time based off of that, because we all I think we all sort of intuitively know the more we make something taboo, the more we're going to want it. Right. Like I can't have ice cream. I can't have ice cream. And then you're like, all I want now is ice cream.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're still just thinking about it all the time going, "Okay, now I want it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, thinking about that relationship with food, for sure, because some of us had moms who grew up, um, maybe yo-yo dieting, and we may not realize the impact that that had on us, right? So we, yeah, we're paying a lot more attention to food than we might not even realize. And, you know, just labeling things good and bad um, can be a really dangerous um, game, for lack of a better word, to play as well, because food is food, there is food that serves us a little bit more than others, but maybe a food doesn't serve us nutritionally, but maybe it serves us emotionally and that's exactly what we meet, need in that moment, right? It's kind of like harm reduction, right.
0: Yeah. And like you said, yeah. just giving ourselves grace to, that is what yeah. I need. That is what I needed in that moment. And that is okay. There doesn't have yeah. to be shame around it. It can just be okay.
1: Yes, exactly. And like, I really enjoyed that or maybe I didn't. So why did I have it? Okay. How was my day today? Oh, I had a really stressful day. Okay. Maybe next time, maybe next time I do reach for ice cream again, but maybe I also, I have a tea first and take a few breaths and just sit and then see how I feel afterwards.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to pick your brain. with some things that our listeners could incorporate into their daily routines to help support their nutrition. So maybe wherever you'd like to start, but with like digestive health, hormonal health, we've kind of already touched on mindset. So just a little like Mm -hmm. daily tweaks, if people are just starting out with being mindful about their nutrition, where you would direct them from there.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I love love to talk about the basics as well. Um, so yeah really where i where i like to point people is just getting back to basics so maybe one week you're starting with am i drinking enough water so we're doing a little bit of a water challenge this week i you know direct people towards you know unless they've got got something else going on with their health two liters of water today each day being the goal um one trick that i like to tell my clients is a lot of us like coffee or tea or something in the morning and if that's you Uh, Maybe you have, you know, 250 to 500 milliliters of water, so a glass of water before your coffee. If you have two coffees, you have one before each coffee. And that's a really good way to sneak it in before your day gets off and running. Um, and then, yeah, having, you know, about two liters of water every day. So, you know, that might mean you probably have a water bottle around. I think a lot of us do. If you don't, you can, you know, go find a fairly inexpensive water bottle and just keep it near you. That makes it a lot easier to get your water in. So maybe that's the first thing that you do. If you feel like your water is is pretty good, your water intake is pretty good. Maybe you look at how much protein you're eating. Um, You do need to be careful when you're tracking what you're eating, because you can get into that, how many calories am I eating? Um, But I do find it helpful to recommend that clients do it for one or two days, mostly focusing on whether they're getting enough protein. Um, So, you know, a good sort of rule of thumb for protein is a minimum of 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight that's a minimum. Um, you can get more, you know, individualized, um, based on what you've got going on, whether it's fitness school or something like that, um, which you can talk to your healthcare professional about, but making sure that you're getting enough protein, always, you know, trying to start your day with protein. A lot of the breakfast foods that we think of don't really include a lot of protein. It's like, um, maybe it's a bagel, maybe it's cereal. Um, and there are higher protein cereals out there, but, um, you know, maybe you're having your cereal, but you're also having something like a protein shake or hard boiled eggs or something like that. So protein is a really big one, another place that you can start. Um, um, For digestive health, a lot of us, I think, um, or some people out there think that their normal is maybe going number two. Um, That's something that you talk a lot about when you're a nutritionist, (laughs) for sure, you've got to get comfortable with it. Um, Pooping um, every other day is my normal and that's not a normal, um, common is not necessarily normal. So working towards going to the bathroom every day. Um, So that, you know, upping your water intake can be helpful with that um, for sure. Um, You know, that's again, something you can work with your healthcare professional, whoever that may be about. If if you're finding that you're a little bit sluggish in that sense, but aiming for that, um, maybe it means incorporating a little bit more fiber as well as water, you don't want to increase your fiber too much unless you're also increasing your water intake. Um, More greens is always a good thing. If you don't do anything else, maybe you're just having more greens, leafy greens, spinach, that kind of thing. I find spinach is a really easy thing to hide in different places. So whether you're throwing that in a smoothie, um, kale doesn't blend up depending on the blender that you have. So I always (laughs) point people towards spinach. Um, you can mix it in like a spaghetti sauce. Like there's so many different places you can hide spinach and it breaks down so tiny. Um, so more greens um, without like overwhelming a couple more tips. Um, making sure that all of your meals include fat, fiber, and protein. the big ones, so we talked about protein, but also um, if they include fat and fiber as well, they're going to be more satiating for you. and then you're less likely to maybe reach towards carbs. Um, that's another thing. It's like, uh, out there, is eat less carbs, eat less carbs, carbs are bad, right? People are afraid of them. But especially for women in the week leading up to getting your period, you're, you're craving more carbs for a reason because your body needs it, right? And if you're craving carbs, you're probably low on energy. Um, and maybe you need those. But if you, you can be more proactive and set yourself up for success, making sure that you're eating enough protein and your, your meals are included fat, fiber and protein you're going to feel more satiated and be less likely to reach for those things. Or if you reach for them, maybe you have a little bit less. Um, so yeah, making sure each meal includes fat fiber and protein I is another also
0: give a couple, just a couple examples of incorporating um, healthy fats.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, that can look like, um, for some, it might be like organic grass-fed butter. I generally do recommend grass-fed organic when it comes to like a dairy product. Um, so it could be something as simple as that. It could be just olive oil, like maybe once your veggies, if you're having veggies with your dinner are cooked, you're drizzling olive oil on top of those, one to two tablespoons. Um, it could be avocado oil. Um, you do kind of want to steer clear of things like canola oil, um, even sunflower oil, um, can be really heavily processed. So um, I usually you know, would do coconut, avocado, um, olive oil and those kinds of healthy fats. Avocado, of course, is a good healthy fat, um, coconut, coconut milk, that kind of thing. So those are really good, healthy fats. Um, and yeah, the last thing maybe I can highlight is how you, how I recommend to build a plate. So if you're looking at a plate, I always recommend half of that is your, your veg, non-starchy veg. So maybe it's broccoli, maybe it's a garden salad, maybe um, a coleslaw, something like that. So half of your plate being that non-starchy vegetables, a quarter of your plate being protein, and then a quarter being maybe a starchy veg or a starch, whether that's rice or potatoes or pasta or something like that. And then one to two tablespoons of healthy fat. So that's kind of, if you can visualize building a plate, is a good way to do that.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is a really awesome visual way of putting it.
1: Yeah, I find that really helpful. I that's something I think about a lot of the time as well. Yeah. yeah,
0: especially because I feel like the gravitation tends to be toward like the starch being half of the plate for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. Totally, <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, yeah, I have to think about that sometimes too because I love my I. I really have a soft spot in my heart for butter. So I really love butter on like rice or pasta or something like that. So again, maybe I had not had enough protein in that day and that's why I'm reaching towards that or maybe I just want it and I'm going to enjoy it.
0: That's (laughs) fair. Those were fantastic. I'm going to bother you a little bit because I've had lots of questions because it's been talked about from one of our wild collective meetings. And will you just touch on seed cycling? (laughs)
1: Of course, yes, yes. I love seed cycling. Another thing I really enjoy talking about. Um, so to get into that, um what women may, may not know is that you actually have four different phases of your menstrual cycle. So what the phase we're likely most familiar with is our menstrual phase, the phase we tend to dread most of the time, (laughs) um, that is the first phase of your menstrual cycle. So phase, um, about one to four days, depending on your cycle. Um, the next phase is your follicular phase. Um, so about five to 13 days, again, depending on your cycle. Um, and then you've got your ovulatory phase. So, um, that's about 15, um, day 15 to 26, uh, oh, I'm sorry, then your ovulatory phase um, is, occurs about on day 14 of your cycle. Sorry, I jumped the gun a little bit there. Um, and then days 15 to 28 or so um, is the luteal phase. So you've got four phases in your menstrual, follicular, ovulatory, and luteal phase. Um, and during your menstrual and your follicular phase, days one to 14, um you want to include seeds um ground flax and pumpkin seeds um so these are more sort of um these are more um progesterone supportive um seeds and then days 15 to 28 are your sesame and your sunflower seeds um and you do want to grind these seeds um so if you get like just a simple coffee grinder um, you can do that and you can actually mix them together. So you can make sort of a jar with your sunflower and sesame and make a jar with your ground flax and your pumpkin and just scoop it on. You can put it in smoothies, um, on yogurt, or you can put it on cottage cheese recently. Um, you can like toast, you can even sprinkle it on toast or something like that. Um, lots of different ways you can incorporate it. If you're putting in a smoothie, of course, you can just throw the whole seeds in cause they're gonna get broken down anyways. Um, but it can just be um, supportive to your hormones. I think, you know, some of us might find we're moody leading up to our cycle beginning, maybe we're crampy when our cycle starts. So it can just sort of be supportive to um, our hormones throughout our cycle. And you might find that some of those symptoms start to fade a little bit after doing this for a little while. Yeah.
0: I love that so much. Thank you. I feel like That is just one of those little tips as a woman that when I was given that information, I was like, where has this been all of my life? Why have I not been guided toward this amazing natural hormonal health tip? Yes. Birth control is not always the answer. There's some some more simple things that we can do. There's (laughs) other options out there.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And if you're you're not menstruating, um, you can sort of use the new moon and the full moon as your guide. Um, So the new moon being sort of when you might ovulate um, um, and then the full moon sort of maybe beginning, being the beginning of your menstrual cycle. So the full moon being day one, um, the new moon being day 14. So from full moon to new moon, you would do brown flax and pumpkin and from new moon to full moon, you do sesame and sunflower.
0: I love that. And depending on who you are, if it's flipped, it's flipped. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And that's, that's so neat. That's something Becky educated me on recently is that there's different meanings associated with it. Cause when I first, somebody told me somewhere along the way that you should yeah, you should during your, um, you should ovulate at the new moon and get your get your period at the full moon. And I was like, why well, backwards? Do I need to flip it? Like, do I need to do my seeds associated with the moon so it flips? And yep. it's like, no, no, no. I don't
0: yeah. need to do that. It's <laughs> actually really funny too, because when I first learned about um, menstrual cycles and moon cycles, it was the opposite. It was like on the dark moon, like the new moon was when you bleed. And then when things are bright on the full, it's when you ovulate. And, but same thing, if I was off of that, I was like, oh my gosh, this can't be right. But I mixed it up. No, but like, it depends. It's totally like, it just has different meanings. Right. And it's like, there's like ancient things about it. And they said that if you were flipped or like there was, you were like super magical or something like all these (laughs) like crazy different meanings. But like, to me, it's so funny because the most important thing is just that, your cycle starts when your cycle starts, because yeah, it is unique to you. And just the same as like, at the same time, not every single woman's cycle is going to be exactly 28 days. So like, you're not yeah. always going to perfectly line up with that moon phase. <laughs> that's right. That's
1: right. And that that's like a good message in general for like nutrition and health in general is I think a lot of times we pick up these tips and tricks from our friends, but your friend might be dealing with something completely different than what you've got going on. Right. So you'll have people, I worked at a health food store for a little while and people would come in and say, my friend told me I need to take magnesium. And it's like, okay, maybe, but like, what does your friend have going on? Why are they taking it? what do you have going on? What's the best thing, you know, for you? And it's just funny. um, Everyone is so unique, right? There's no one diet for everybody and there's no one perfect menstrual cycle for every woman. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. We are humans. There is no such thing as a one size fits all.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's a like
1: very freeing concept. I feel like to really like the more you let it resonate.
0: <clears throat> yes, exactly. Thank you so much for those. Um, those were all absolutely wonderful. Is there anything else that you would like to share today? Or have, do you think we've touched on it?
1: You know what? I think that's really awesome. I love that these are like shorter episodes. So, I mean, there's so many different things that I could go into. But what I would like to say is, I think I gave about four or five tips. Don't choose all five. Choose one. <laughs> choose one. Um, give it a try for a week, maybe two, and then maybe layer in the other one. Um, because I know um a lot of us perfectionist brains will be like, okay, what were those? All five, start
0: Monday. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Start with one. And I also love and appreciate that every single one of your tips was something that you could add instead of take away. And that yeah. says a lot. And I think that it is absolutely beautiful. And I would also love for you to share with our listeners where they can find you on Instagram. Awesome. So I am at Rebecca
1: Caravan. So Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Caravan, K-E-R-R-I-V-A-N. So at Rebecca Caravan on Instagram. Um, I have a Facebook too. It's Rebecca Caravan, C-N-P, Certified Nutritional Practitioner. Um, and then I work at of Peterborough center of naturopathic medicine and their website is pcnm.ca.
0: That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for being with us today. And hopefully we can do this again someday soon. That sounds great. Thank you so much for having me Becky. You're welcome. I really hope that you guys enjoyed that interview with Rebecca. Thank you again so much for being here and I hope that you got some really awesome insight into nutrition that you can incorporate into your daily lives. I'll talk to you soon.